Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. How do you stay relevant when so many big players are entering the podcasting space? How do you stay motivated? How do you stay engaged? Well, one way is by taking a break. I'm still on break. No, the show is not back yet. However, I did talk to my good friend, Mr. Mark Asquith, coming on and sharing his thoughts with you today. Here we go. In a world of podcast growth, an industry that is changing from being a moody teenager into being an aspirational adult. How can we, the lowly podcaster, continue to thrive? Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Mark Asquith, filling in for Mr. Evo Terror. And that's what I'm going to talk to you about today on this wonderful show. How can we, the podcaster, the independent podcaster, the person sat behind the mic, maybe looking through a window, looking at a wall, looking at our mixing desk, looking at our microphone, talking to no one and everyone at the same time. How can we stay ahead and continue to thrive in an industry that is leaving, like I said, that adolescence, that kind of angry teenage phase and moving into being an aspirational adult. That's what we're going to dig into today. I am Mark Asquith. I'm CEO and co-founder of Rebel Base Media. We're a UK-based technology company. We make podcast websites, the managed WordPress platform for podcasters. We're behind the startup productivity, the Podcast Success Academy. But the thing that perhaps people know us the most for is our podcast hosting analytics and marketing platform, which is called Captivate.com. FM. It's one of the unlimited podcast hosts out there on the market and you can start a seven day free trial at Captivate.fm and of course I'm honoured to be here just delivering this podcast pontification for you but also I'm honoured to be able to work with Evo Terra as an advisor to Captivate. Evo's a great friend, he's a great guy, I've got so much respect for him and it really is a, a, a deep pleasure to be able to deliver this episode for you. So Evo, thank you so, so very much. Now, Let's just think this through a little bit. You know, if we look back into podcasting's past, we'll start to see that, well, you know, it's, it's kind of changed up a little bit. You know, it went from almost a cottage industry very quickly over the last three, four years, turning into an actual industry. Now, of course, podcasting's been around so much longer than that. There's been so much innovation. There's been a heck of a lot going on pre, I would say, kind of 2015, 2016-ish. But up until that time... I don't think the brands personally, the big brands that are bringing the big money in, I don't think those guys were as interested. It seems to have had a a bit of a renaissance. Of course, it didn't go away. But really, to the mass population, to the the, the mass consumer, we found this, this, just this revolution in how we consume everything from shopping on Amazon Prime. We can get everything that we want right now, and it can be with us within an hour. And of course, with Uber, 
and with on-demand, even hotels, Airbnb, and of course, Netflix and Amazon Prime Video and Hulu and, and, and HBO Max and all these different places that we can now consume content that we want whenever we want to do it. That has caused an educational shift in the normal kind of layman people that don't really care about RSS. They don't really care about the audio quality, what bit rate you're encoding at and so on. Like no one really cares about that. Like the, if you're not in podcasting, that's just not your bag. Instead, we've had a content revolution where people understand now that they can access content whenever they want it, wherever they want it, using a device of their choice. And no longer are they permitted to just listen to radio. I'm starting to see people like my mum think, well, wait a second, what is going on with this podcasting thing? And of course, so many people don't necessarily see it as quote-unquote podcasting. They see it as, of course, just on-demand audio. It's, you know, we love podcasting, don't get me wrong. We love the fact that it's delivered via RSS. We love the fact that it's podcasting and there's a community and there's an industry. But ultimately, my mum doesn't care. You know, she wants to listen to content that supplements other content that she's into or original content that she's going to enjoy because it's right up her street. She doesn't care whether it's delivered via RSS. She doesn't care whether it's podcasting, on-demand audio. She doesn't even care whether she believes it's radio that she can just access at any point. She genuinely doesn't care. And we're starting to see that, in my opinion, more and more, where the people who aren't necessarily into podcasting are starting to see um, things like HBO. So they're doing companion podcasts now. They're taking advantage of what I like to call kind of the second layer experience. So we come from a second screen background where we're maybe watching TV and we're working on a second screen as well, our phone or our tablet while we're kind of browsing. So people have long done now the second screen experience. I'm calling the audio almost like the second layer experience because it's not second screen, but it's a layer of content that is enhancing the prime piece of content. So HBO's Watchmen series, for example, the second layer of content means I can continue that conversation. I can continue that consumption in my car while I'm cleaning up. I don't have to be in front of a screen to do that. And podcasting, of course, on-demand audio is a huge part of that. So that brings with it a huge influx of money because brands want to get in front of that second layer experience. People and networks are creating amazing content. You know, people like Wondery and so on. Just this wondrous, fantastic content that is primed for, number one, acquisition of licensing and TV rights. Number two, obviously kind of just mass consumption in the podcast format. So people that are now consciously promoting and building content that is intended to be highly advertised. The problem with that, of course, is that inevitably people like Spotify, people like Apple, people who are promoting podcasts, well, of course, they want to in their kind of wrap-ups or in their curated playlists, things like Spotify are now doing curated playlists of things that you might like. What are they doing? Of course, they're using the big shows because they're the ones that the industry wants to see do well, because ultimately that will bring more money in. It will give them the mass downloads. If you think about any podcasting app, whether it's Apple, whether it's Spotify, it doesn't matter what it is. Their goal is retention in their app. The more time people keep using their app, the better it looks for their investors, the more chance of advertising dollars they've got, the more revenue they've got, and so on. So the goal here is to keep people engaged in the app. Now, The challenge that that brings for you and I is, of course, the fact that, well, you know, we're independent creators. How do we move forward? How do we even compete with that? And ultimately, it's actually quite simple, but it's really scary. It is really scary. How can you compete with something that's got millions of dollars of advertising budget when, 
you know, kind of sat here, like I said earlier on, you know, we're talking into the mic, looking at a wall, looking through a window, maybe talking one or two people about Star Wars. I've got, I've got a Star Wars hobby podcast. Not only do I do a podcasting show about podcasting, the Podcast Accelerator, which you can tune into, just search for the Podcast Accelerator and learn podcasting and get my opinions on podcasting. But of course, I actually do a Star Wars show. How do I compete with Wondery doing Inside Star Wars, a highly commissioned audio drama? Well, the key thing is here is that, number one, we've just got to understand that, honestly, we don't need to compete, all right? That's a really big deal. We don't need to compete. All that we need to do is stay relevant for our audience because, look, our audience is, is, is nascent. It's huge, but it's nascent. There are people that will absolutely adore what we do that simply don't know about either podcasting or don't know that we exist in podcasting. Our goal is just to become the continual marketer. It's to be that person that continually tells people, yeah, proudly, I podcast and I talk about this. Because you'd, you'd be surprised, especially if you've got something fairly popular, you know, pop culture, or if you move in niches that, that are very um, specific, you'd be surprised how many people are actually into the things that you're into. And you just might never have the conversation with them. The amount of people that I talk to through Rebel Base Media, I mean, granted, it's called Rebel Base Media. It gives you an inclination that I'm a Star Wars fan. But ultimately... The amount of people that, you know, you end up doing business with, I end up doing business with because I start the conversation about Star Wars, I get a subscriber to that show and then we end up doing business further down the line. It's amazing what people love, but they just perhaps haven't told you about because they've never had a reason to do that. So you need primarily to just keep doing what you're doing, keep your head down, but keep producing great content. This is the real kicker, the audio quality that you put out, the quality of the narrative, the quality of the content, the scripts that you put together, those you have to fine tune because the competition is becoming, it's just becoming more tough. It's becoming more difficult to remain relevant and to get that share of ear. Once you've got the share of ear, if you do your job, if you're amazing, if you are fun, if you're engaging, if you're, if you're personal, if you're friendly, you you will keep the listener, but it's getting that initial share of ear. So we've just got to, we have got to tell people that we exist as podcasters. All right. We can't stay in the shadows anymore. We can't very simply put, we can't be afraid of letting people know that we're marketing the podcast. We have to tell them whether it's traditional marketing or just word of mouth. All right. So you've got to stay relevant. That's my takeaway. That's my pontification in podcasting today. A big thank you to Evo for letting me do this. And I appreciate you for tuning in. As I said, thank you so much for listening. I'm Mike Asquith, CEO and co-founder of Rebel Base Media, where we make Captivate.fm podcast websites, productivity, and of course, I'm the host of the Podcast Accelerator. Go and check it out in your podcast app of choice. Evo will be back in January with even more podcast pontifications. And for now, cheers. Much love. Bye-bye. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety 
and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.